everyone. It is time for another show. Unfortunately, it's been 10 weeks since we've recorded. Got oh. together to talk for a while. A lot of things have happened in sports. A lot of things have happened in sports, uh, including today. You know, a lot of good news even just today. I say good news. A lot of news. Today. Wow. Uh, a lot of things have happened here in Texas since the last time we've uh, been on a show. So I'm excited to be back. Um, I'm looking forward to talking with my group here. My name is Brandon Sosa. Please welcome the team of all teams, Brian Cook, John Hamilton, and the birthday boy himself, Kerry. I'm almost retired Mullins. Oh, what? Four, what do you got, like three more years? Yeah, you're almost there, aren't you? When did you get your AARP three card? More, three more uh, <laughs> dog years? Don't you get an AARP card soon? No. <laughs> you just got buzzed that your, for that. Was that your buzzer for your like you fall you falling again? Sorry, song was a little too close to mic there. Mullins, I mean, when What's do you up? when do you start getting the medical alert bracelets? When do you start getting those? Too? Life alert. Just run off. <laughs> you found out. Somebody go help him. I'll see if I can borrow your mom's. Uh, <laughs> first one. First one. I wanted I wanted to be the first one to do with the mom Joe today. Hey, you're Come gonna on. give me you're gonna give me mess. I'll, I'm gonna take it away from you. Man, my poor mom's listening to this show too. She probably didn't like that. Dang, man. man. Sorry, that was rough. Not sorry. Well, Melissa, how how was the birthday today? Did you, did you wake up feeling like a spring chicken? Which I, did, I you did. Yeah. Yeah. Well, did you wake up this morning, up. spray some WD forty on your joints, and get going? Hey, if you've never put WD forty on your joints, then you're you're totally missing out. Or that you're stuff young. works. Or you're young. <laughs> do it anytime it works I'm telling you i used to spray it on the bottom of my cleats yeah keep the mud okay. off of it see why are you gonna explain that or are you just gonna say that you did keeps mud it keeps mud and the debris off the bottom of your shoes oh okay okay i, I just thought you were wearing them around at work or something nah, just, just, <laughs> just spray some uh, shit on my feet and walk around hey your your shoes won't squeak I have seen people put WD-40 though on their joints, though. That and Windex. That Windex. is some voodoo, like, hillbilly stuff. That's... It's not voodoo hillbilly. It's just country stuff. Yeah. That's yeah. what I just said. <laughs> it's not voodoo. <laughs> have you never heard of anybody putting Windex on their on their arm or something? Yeah, but that's just crazy talk. But, sure, I mean, I've heard it. Oh, it works. It's like you putting your, what is it, your, your bag on the door to keep the flies out? Bag of water? You put a Ziploc bag full of water and you, you tack it to the door near the door. It keeps the flies out of the house. Yeah, I've tried that. It don't work. It works. <sighs> That's I don't think that does work, actually. It does work. It worked on Remember you going over to Cook's house, there'd be a dang of <laughs> Ziploc bag of water really? it, like tacked to the top of the door. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, it works. Uh, you know, I've been to your house a few times, Cook. I don't remember seeing any bags attached to your door. Uh, well, I got married, so they're not allowed to be there anymore. Oh. <laughs> Uh, good things change. You get domesticated when you get married, huh? Uh, yeah. So is what it is. She yeah, just wasn't get... country enough. She's more country than she realizes. <laughs> well, you're you're training her. You're getting her that way. Yeah. I tell you what, though, the first three months we got married, I, I used to refer to the refrigerator as icebox. And every time I say icebox, she'd like scream at me. That's what the what the hell is that? <laughs> Quit saying icebox. That's like, just a southern what? thing. We I call it icebox sometimes. Yeah, yeah I do. Yeah. yeah, that was a, it. Was like a trigger, man. I had to stop saying icebox. Really? That's funny. You should say, is there ice in it? That's what I say. Yeah. Is there ice it's in it? It's an ice box. box. Come on. Get with the well, speak, well, speaking of being married and everything, like Mullins, I mean, since you your birthday, did you get breakfast this morning? What'd you get? Yeah, yeah. She went and got me Chick-fil-A for breakfast. Oh, Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. Nice. Chick-fil-A is nice. Yes, they love Chick-fil-A uh, chicken biscuit. It's the best. Ooh. Not the chicken minis? I figured the chicken minis were the best. Yeah, those are okay. But I like the, okay. the big biscuit. It's good. With honey? You put a lot of honey on that? No, no honey. <laughs> honey? Just straight. Just the biscuit You don't get and the, the, the ones at Whataburger, the honey chicken biscuit? Those are like... Those are pretty good. It's Chick-fil-A oh, ass, yeah. not Whataburger. No, Whataburger's better. <laughs> he just said Chick-fil-A. I know he said Chick-fil-A. <laughs> then why are you asking about Whataburger? Because it's better. <laughs> oh, your mom said. Oh. <laughs> John, you're missing the point. Okay, you're missing the point. I think he missed the point. The most fun. Hey, the flare go off. What happened? Let's go off. Lost my screen again. Anybody get a text uh, message? Uh, you guys are hilarious. 
So does yeah. does your life alert ring to us too, or just to Sheila? Like who's who's it, who's it she? You know what? When I ever get one, I'm gonna have it ring, y'all. <laughs> oh man! And, and in the middle of the night, I'm gonna make it go off just to screw with you. Oh man! That's what your mom said. <laughs> that wasn't quite as funny. Okay. No, that, that wasn't funny. Hey, so are you going to have one for um, the life alert go off when you like wet your depends or anything? Well, it just depends. Man, man. I feel sorry for all these you need young people listening to this. I don't know what's going on. Life alert and everything. Do they even make that still? Yeah, they do. My dad had it, so I'm sure they do. They make it for people like you, Mullins. Okay. Life alert. Not me. I went and did CrossFit at lunchtime. That was my birthday present. Nice. That's a good birthday present. I try. I try to work out before I got to the show. I didn't have time. All right. Okay. I didn't work out. So, oh, well, it is what it is. He tried to work out, but it didn't work out. <laughs> yes. Exactly. So, so you fell twice. Yep. Basically, I did. So. You put some Windex on your knees. You'd have been able to do it. Windex or WD forty or WD forty. Yeah. Look at that. So well, besides old age, we apparently survived uh, the apocalypse of Texas. So uh, snow. That official is that the official uh, coldest weather y'all have ever been in? Because I know it's coldest weather I've ever been in. Definitely yep. was for me. That was also not just the coldest, but the craziest shit that I think I've ever been in. Yeah. That wasn't the coldest part. Yeah, definitely the craziest. It was coldest for me. Uh, I saw my house got to six, and that's definitely the coldest. We got to two. Nice. We made it down to like the, I think, 11, 12. But that's really cool for down on the coast, man. Yeah. Yeah, but have the the snow and then like a really good snow and then freezing rain on top of that. And yeah, it was a mess all week. And for this part of texas that for snow to be on the ground that long that's like yeah. unheard of yeah a yeah, whole the, week of it yeah the consecutive days was what got me below freezing and you know in the what 15s i was just like or you know the teens the whole time that's what got me i was it's the consecutive days one day yeah. i was like okay that's not bad but consecutive days i was yeah. blown away oh and i just love those rolling blackouts that yeah. was awesome oh, that was great better than blackouts during freaking cold ass weather <laughs> <laughs> yeah. electricity and the pipes and as it was bad for everyone. Yeah. I was just thankful that I had, you know, gas stove. I was thankful for that. Yeah, me too. So It's crazy. Yeah. I'm it's over. I'm done. I don't need any more cold ass weather like that this year. I don't know. I kind of like to see one more snowstorm. I, I, I like the way it looked. I'm okay. So, you know, after everything kind of melted a little bit and you kind of got a chance to go out and everything, I did like yeah. the fact that it was all white. I did. I, yeah. I, I, down it was here, super it cool. Looked, it looked really nice. You know, I'm fine if it wants to snow one day, but I'm, I'm not good with this. Let's get down to four degrees bull crap. Let's not. Well, yeah, that. the Let's, temperature was out of control. That was. For I, sure. I don't want any part of that. Let it snow, hang out for the day, melt by the next morning. Fine. Let's move on. But I don't want any of this cold ass weather like we had. That was just flat out ridiculous. Normal Texas snow. Yeah, Dare like to we back and in leave. January. Yeah, yeah, nothing like that again. Uh, I I enjoyed. You know what I did? I, I I've never really done before. Is I actually went sledding, found a place to go sled down, and actually that was pretty fun. I enjoyed that. I used one of my my river floats and just kept going down over again. That was pretty fun. So yeah, one of my neighbors was pulling his daughter down the street in a raft, like he had a nice. rope tied around his waist, and he was just running down the street, dragging her behind him. <laughs> there were there were people going up and down out. my street doing the same thing, but except they were using trucks. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there was a lot of people doing that around town here too, pulling, yeah. pulling their kids on trucks or ATVs. I saw yeah, that too. A lot, a lot of people doing ATVs. ATVs. I so. saw someone using one like one of those big ass, uh, those big circle things you pull behind boats that everybody sits on. It's like a, a inner tube, but it's a huge one. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. It's yeah. like four or five people in it. Right. They had one of those. And we're going right down the middle of the street, pulling it with a truck. I'm like, okay, all right, nice. Oh, it's going to get hurt there at all. Never, never at all. So, well. Before we, uh, you know, jump into the big topic, I got to say that I watched NASCAR for the very first time. I, I actually sat down and watched most of a race. I won't say that I watched all of it, but I, w- I was fairly entertained by watching this. I have to admit it was a road race. It was in Daytona and I, I was entertained. I'll say that much. I was entertained. It was the last 15 laps were extremely entertaining to watch between rain tires and going into the pit and the wrecks. I was pretty impressed the last 15 laps. Yeah, they were so, fighting for sure to get the, they were going four wide in some of those corners and you, yeah, you can't do that. <laughs> There's not oh, enough yeah. room. <laughs> no. So, do y'all, do y'all watch NASCAR? Do y'all watch NASCAR? Often I watch on. it occasionally, not very often. Nope. Okay, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to be a watcher now, just like I am of the, of the Pogo Championships. And what else have I introduced y'all to? Bass fishing now. I I'm saw gonna try to collegiate bass fishing on TV the other night. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, are you serious? There's collegiate bass fishing. Yep. Sure. There is. 
Well, you know what's crazy? There's there's high school bass fishing now. There's high school bass fishing teams in Texas. Wow. I have a couple of yeah. friends that their kids are on it. Yeah, Landers. His kids are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's big money in this thing. I mean, yeah. there's a lot of money in this bass fishing stuff. So I mean, worst worst day possible is you just go fishing. <laughs> Exactly. Right. Yeah. That's true. And it's, I think it's like, isn't it like three hours in the tournament only three hours long? I mean, so you're not out there like all day. So, you know, yeah. but the only thing I was disappointed by was I didn't get a chance to watch the UFC fight. It was a really big UFC fight. I wanted to watch it because I think that's the contender. The winner of that one, I think is going to be the contender for the next heavyweight fight. And I didn't get a chance to watch that. So Curtis Blades and Derek Lewis, I didn't get a chance to see that one. So I was disappointed by not watching that. So I got to get more UFC in my life. That's for sure. I agree with that. So anyway. All right, gentlemen, big news of the day. Tiger Woods in a wreck in Los Angeles. I've seen just things pop on my phone all evening since that's happened. What's the latest that y'all heard? Or what's going on with this guy? I think Cook has the newest stuff. Yeah, yeah the latest thing I heard was talked about that he had multiple leg fractures in both legs and he shattered his ankle. Goodness gracious. Multiple leg fractures does not sound good. No, no, it does not. They were saying that um, he, he I was reading here just a second ago, said that the, the paramedic on the scene said that he seemed very calm, but probably because he was in extreme shock. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. He said that the leg injuries were more of a, a war type injury than what you would see in a vehicular crash. Ooh. So it must be pretty nasty. Just what, judging by the picture, it looks nasty. Yeah, yeah, yeah had, I haven't seen, I haven't seen anything. Yeah, the front end of the, of the car is pretty it's bad, man. I'm, I'm pretty sure his legs folded up like an accordion. It, it must have been, it must have been really bad. The man, I'm not worried about the man ever playing golf again. I'm worried about the man walking again. Yeah, mm, I haven't had a chance to see any of the images actually. To be honest with you, see, uh, the front end of that SUV. Is, the, oh, that was another thing I read too. There were no skid marks. He might have. I mean. I don't know anything oh. at all, but he might have dozed off. It was it was early in the morning. I don't know. Nobody knows. It's possible. Yeah. It'd be interesting to find out. They said there was camera footage uh, from security cameras around the area, so they've got it on footage. So uh, it'd be interesting to see what they find out with that. And once they do the analysis, the, the sheriff's department did say that it was obvious that he was traveling at a higher rate of speed than he should have been, but they didn't know how fast he was going. Right. I didn't realize it was a single, a single car crash. I thought somebody hit him. Yeah. He just went off the road. Oh, okay. That's what the part I didn't know about. I didn't know if somebody ran into him or okay. No, it was like a winding road, kind of on a, a hillside or mountainside, and he just went off. They did the, the, the area that he had the wreck is prone to those accidents as well. Oh, uh, okay. So it's a known area. It's a known area, and it's prone to rollovers because of the angle that you're going down on the side of the road. Okay. Okay. That makes okay. Let's make some more sense. So, so all right. Well, lost, lost control and just wiped out. Probably crazy. Well, is this the last? Is this the? Have we seen the last of Tiger Woods? Then is is this it? Is his career over? I I don't see. I mean, he he already has been fighting back issues for years, and what just had his fifth surgery on his back. I don't see how he can come back from this now. That's that's a lot. I mean, I think he might get back to where he can compete, but he's not going to be the Tiger Woods. You right. know what I mean? Like right. he can be be in some tourneys and whatever, but I think the Tiger Woods era is done and carrie just alluded to it too he just had back surgery two mm-hmm. days before christmas you know i'm sure yeah. the did not help the recovery on that if anything it may have jacked it up even more so yeah. yeah i hope that he's able to recover i would love to see him recover come back and play another tournament and win something mm-hmm. and then just like walk off and not ever play again it's hard to yeah. think about not golf and tiger woods you know because i think all of us grew up with him you know from the first time he won his masters to now you know it's hard to imagine golf without uh tiger woods and I, I'm gonna lie, I miss golf without Tiger Woods. I didn't, I didn't turn on the tube as much uh, to turn to tune into things if he wasn't playing. You know, mm-hmm. it, it is what it is on that part. So you would um, tune in not not just to see if he would win, to see how badly he was gonna beat the crowd. Right. Yeah. He was yeah. just tearing him up. Yeah. 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 He was uh, definitely once in a lifetime generational type talent. Yeah, because I, I would have to say he, you know, he really moved golf and. I don't want to say I don't want to say mainstream, but he made it popular to watch golf. I know for me, I I, I'd never thought about watching golf until Tiger Woods was dominating courses and people are, you know, people are out there, you know, Tiger proofing courses so that he wouldn't break records. Mm -hmm. He kind of made golf cool. Yes, he did. 
So he introduced me to golf as well. I never played golf until uh, I saw Tiger Woods. Yeah. So, I mean, so he, what is the significance he, of him? Of Tiger his impact's Woods? bigger than sports. I mean, it's, yes. it's it's outside of sports realm as well. I mean, he had a huge impact on a lot of things, opening a lot of racial doors in the game of golf as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't remember what that dude's name was. Fuzzy Zeller, is that his name? Fuzzy Zeller. He made that comment, you know, after Tiger won the uh, Masters, talking about, well, I guess we'll have collard greens and fried chicken next year at the Masters dinner. Yeah. Wow. I, I remember that comment. I still remember that comment. I don't think yeah. we ever yeah. heard from that dude ever again. <laughs> no. no, I think he was gone after that. No, so yeah, he he you know broke lot and broke lots of barriers, you know. Yeah, and then his all of his advertising stuff and yeah, <clears throat> I mean he was. I remember he was in like some music videos and all this stuff. I mean, and then I don't know if he ever did it, but they, at one point they were saying he was going to be the first billion dollar athlete. I don't know if he ever reached it uh, before he ran into all his back trouble and marital stuff. Uh, for a while there, they were saying he was going to be the first billion dollar athlete. So that's definitely, like Cook said, generational talent. Um, yeah, I agree with that too. You know, it like he he transcended just golf as a whole. You know, so is he? How do I say this? Is he the athlete of his generation? Like, you know, there's there's Tiger Woods, and you know, LeBron's been playing twenty years. Also, you know, there's Tom Brady out there too. But is is Tiger Woods? the the athlete of his era does that make sense i think he is he definitely is i mean he has to be in the top two at least if yeah not he's gotta top. be in the top I mean, he's he's there and to answer your question he did become a billionaire in 2009 he did okay okay and his first tournament win was what 1998 97 what was his first tournament win mm-hmm. i mean i shouldn't that tournament major win so i have to look it up i'm not sure i'm looking he just, I mean, and after he got that first one, it just seemed like he couldn't lose for so many years. And then yeah. all the other troubles started adding up. April 13th, 1997 is when he won the Masters. Okay. By 12 okay. strokes. Okay. 12 strokes. And when was the last one before this, the very last one? Or do you have like the stuff in front of you? Uh, no. I can, oh. I'll pull it up though. Because I mean, yeah. it, it seemed like he just, you know, dominated for about, I don't know, 10 you years. Know all his all his majors or just tournaments in general? No, d- just the last major. Except for the the very new one he just got a couple years ago. Oh, it had been a while. They yeah, have been. Okay. He, he's won the Masters in '97, 2001, 2002, 2005, 2019. He won the PGA Championship in '99, 2000, 2006, 2007. U.S. Open in 2000, 2002, 2008. U.S. Open in 2000, 2005, and 2006. So basically, '97 to 2008 was his was reign it. of terror. Yeah. Run. yeah. So for 10 years, he dominated the sport. And he had his quote unquote Tiger Slam in 2000, 99, yeah. 2000. Yeah. yeah. But the crazy thing, even the, the, the 10 year span, what 11 year span between the US Open and that Masters tournament, you still tuned in though. You still oh, tuned yeah. in to every major and every event he was a part of because you just wanted to see if he was going to do it all over again. Mm-hmm. So. He was. <laughs> He's been he was PGA player of the year in 97 99 2000 01 02 03 05 06 07 09 and 13. That's like the equivalent of winning the MVP in golf. I mean that's just crazy. Yeah. So is is he the uh how do I say this next question to? Is he is is the generation of golfers Tiger's influence just like Michael Jordan with what he got paid and how athletes get paid now in the NBA? Is he the same thing that uh, Michael Jordan is the basketball to the generation of basketball players now. Does that make sense? Is he the yes. same way for golfers? Okay. Definitely. Oh, yeah. I mean, just the way people even train for golf now. They mm-hmm. don't. They don't train for. You know, it used to be just well, you just pick up the clubs, and go swing. These guys are in the gym. They're working out. They're they're doing all the things that that Tiger did to become just as big and strong as he was, so they could play exactly. just like he did. Yeah, they, they didn't lift weights before. I mean, you'd watch those old guys like Nicholson, and they would be out there smoking cigarettes while they were playing. <laughs> Uh, he, he did bring like the, you know, the health aspect to it. And, you know, your body is a machine and you got to get it tuned up. Well, <laughs> I think Gary yeah. agreed. Damn it. <laughs> I tried to mute right, my mic and I missed. Sorry. <laughs> and that's, you know, it's, it's ironic too, that you talk about that he brought in the health aspect of it, but his, his major component was the breakdown of his body. It was yeah. his major factor for not dominating like he did. Yeah, yeah. He started having those back issues and that was that pretty much dead him in. And he had torn ACL and an Achilles. Yeah. And he had to like, who the hell does that playing golf? I mean, he had to change his swing and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I think he was just almost too strong. Like he just like broke his own muscles. Just that's crazy. Yeah. Once you start getting those soft tissue issues like that, then it's just, it's bad. Yep. 
goes down to hell. I agree. So, well, you know, I don't know what the game of golf will look like without Tiger Woods. What do, what do you see the future for golf? Is this going to be a lull, same thing until we see another generational player? What's going to happen to the game of golf? Oh, no, there's, there's a lot of young guys out there that are really good. So I think you might actually see more, um, more exciting, you know, majors. Okay. Where you have several guys fighting it out. Okay. But like do you that. think the draw is the same? Like, I don't think it's as high as it was when Tiger was playing. No, I don't think it is. Like, either. since Tiger's played, I don't think I've watched hardly any golf. And I don't hear people talking about it. I used to hear, hear people all the time, Tiger Woods, oh, it's Tiger Woods this weekend. Oh, is he going to wear the red shirt on Sunday? You know, all that stuff. I don't know anything about these guys. Yeah. Well, yeah, remember Rory McIlroy? Yeah. What was it? Rory about I mean, six, seven years ago was supposed to be the next like Tiger Woods. Everybody was on this guy oh, wow. over and over and over again. He's flopped like crazy. Well, they were so, always trying to anoint somebody. Yeah. yeah, but it never really took. Yeah. Well, maybe the next one will be Charlie Woods. Well, it could be. So he has the same swing as his dad. Maybe he should, uh, you know, make sure he doesn't do the same thing, same kind of injuries though. So, but uh, I'm, 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 in, I'm gonna, dis- I'm gonna disagree a little bit about the about. But to Mullen's point, I think there's going to be a lull and not in the uh, how do I say and not in the talent of golfers, but just the, like what you're saying, John, the viewership yeah. of golf is going to go down. So I think that, it already has. You might be right. I think we're in the lull. I don't I don't think it's it's really uh, come back since he got hurt. So. Yeah. And as much as people watch Tiger Woods to win, people also watch Tiger Woods just like LeBron watched him to lose. They yeah. wanted to him to fail just as much as anything else. So you, you want them to be uh, divisive like that. It's like yeah. gambling. You want 50% to, you know, bet one way and 50% the other. You want half to hate you and half to love you. Yeah. Then they're going to tune in for whatever. They will. So any other extra points, guys, anything about Tiger Woods that, you know, is significant to you guys? Just a little bit. It's, you know, I wish we got to see him play one more, you know, it was, it was good to see him win the masters the last time. I thought that was really awesome. You know, the, the correlation with him and his and his son and him and his father the combination on that. It'd be nice to see him wear the Sunday red one more time. Yeah. Or at least, these, yeah, at least one red. one more, but I would love to see, you know, like the entire tour, you know, a year for him if he could get through one. And we really don't know the significance of these injuries yet, really. I mean, but they are saying they are obviously catastrophic and serious, but um nobody will know until we actually get that information exactly what he's looking at, you know. Right. Yeah. Is it is he one of these players and 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 you know like you said before we didn't really watch golf until Tiger Woods um, and same thing kind of with LeBron like you know LeBron's towards the end of his career same thing with Tom Brady towards the end of his career one of these things like you know you you watch him because you don't know when somebody like that's going to come along again is that is that part of Tiger's draw too because you don't know when somebody like that's going to show up all over again so you watch it out of that's in respect like almost an awe factor like man you're like I, a historical I, I significance yeah I yeah. got to watch him you know. Yeah, you yeah, definitely agree with I that. I saw this guy. I saw mm-hmm. this. I, I watched him play. You know. Yeah. So that's like when we had our Texans tickets going back. I always wanted to make sure we got to see you know players that came through. Like yes, I could see. I got to see Peyton Manning play a bunch of times. I got to see Brett Favre. You know those kind of guys. Like those things. It's just like Tiger, but Tiger to me is even on a higher level. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. I agree with that. And I wish I, I could have seen him live one time. I'm not gonna lie. It was always a dream of mine to go to Augusta. It still is on my bucket list to go to the masters one time, you know, for all four days. So we'll see how that happens in the future. So, but we'll keep moving on. Keep moving on, gentlemen. Keep moving on. College basketball. I got to watch some college basketball. I know somebody else has been watching college basketball. I know Lady Aggies pulled in the third rank, finally, on number one seed. Thank goodness. I think what they're 20 and one round Mullins. Is that right? 20 and one? 20 and one. It is. Yeah. They've been whooping a lot of teams um, and they've played seven ranked teams and beat them all. I thought it was eight. I thought it was eight with the last. Oh, maybe it was eight. I thought it was eight. I could be wrong. I, I don't, I'm, okay. Okay. It's his so. birthday. Let him have it. Let him have the mistake. <laughs> the, la- the list that I saw said seven, but that was like last week. So they okay. They could have played one more. I can't remember. The Mississippi State wasn't ranked though. So but maybe no, they were that. So anyway, are we thinking national championship for the first time in a while? No, it's been since 2011. Ooh. Since we had that national championship, is it time to start thinking of this team as a national possible national contender? I think yes, they have a, a chance. I mean, they definitely got a shot. They've been playing some some tough games and like really close games, and I kind of like that personally. Mm-hmm. Now I'm not you know big into basketball, but when I see see a team that has to really fight to win the game, you know, a close game, I think that really um, tightens them up as a, a core you know group and gets them ready for a tournament. 
You okay. got to know what it's like to get punched in the mouth. Exactly. Yes. You got to know. Exactly. You got to know how to take that punch and, and roll with it. Exactly. You can't just be rolling, folks, and all of a sudden come against someone, and then they they're they give you all they got, and you're like, oh, I don't know how to react to this. Yeah, and I mean, and they have. Yeah, go ahead. They have Gary Blair, who's won one, yeah. so they have the pedigree. Yeah, I mean, so, there's there's some tough teams uh, in the women's division, if you ask me. I mean, Stanford and South Carolina, UConn, they're all you know kicking butt up there right now. Um, but I think A and M is right there with them. They got a chance, man. I agree. And, I, do we have a statue yet of Gary Blair at A and M yet? No, we should. I, I mean, it'd be great to see though. I mean, eighteen seasons at A and M, it'd be great to see. He deserves one. So I agree. I think he's a great coach. I mean, he. I think he stays out of the way. And what I mean by that, I mean, I think he lets his players shine. He's not a coach that's like in the press all the time. He lets his players do everything on the court. I never hear anything out of Gary Blair at all. So, and I like that about him uh, as a whole. So, yeah. I think A and M is playing in the best conference in women's basketball. Uh, do they fall off the number one seed or the number one line in their region if they lose to South Carolina at home? Mm. I don't think so. Okay. I think they might hold it. it. I mean, it all depends on the other teams teams behind them, um, but I don't think so. I think they can maintain just because um, South Carolina is, you know, they're right there too. And they really didn't fall very far when they lost to UConn. So it's like, I got that right. Right. Or was that Stanford? No, it was UConn, South Carolina, wasn't it? Yeah, you were right. No, you were right. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it it also depends on how close it is. Now, if they get blown out by SC, then, then yeah, there'll be a definite two seed, but I think they can maintain one. Okay. John Cook, what do you think? If you lose to home to South Carolina in a close game, do you fall off that one seed? Like, like Kerry said, I think it all depends too on how bad the loss is. If they were to lose, how bad it would be. Like you get, you know, romped by 20 or it's a buzzer beater. There's a big difference there. I fall on the same line. Okay. All right. I think, like I said, I think if it's a close game and not, I mean, that, I mean, if they lose to 10 at home to South Carolina, I think that keeps them on the one line. I think you're playing in the best college basketball, women's college basketball conference in the country. Yeah. Um, so I think, but I'm not gonna lie. I would love to see A&M beat South Carolina, go to the SEC tournament, win the SEC championship, and maybe even be the number one overall seed in that tournament and have a great chance to, uh, host. Not the only good thing about that too, is I think the tournament is in South San Antonio, if I remember correctly, and they'll be playing at home too. So that'd be great, great for the fans to go watch them play. When is the right. South Carolina game? The t- it's coming up next week. Is it this coming 27th or 28th, maybe? I have to look at the schedule all over. I was thinking 28th. Yeah, that might be right on a Sunday. Yeah, Sunday. So, but yeah, yeah, I would love to be the number one overall seed going into the tournament because, like I said, they are going to be in San Antonio. They're going to be playing sites in San Antonio and in Austin. So I would love for them to get that. That would be a great momentum going into that tournament So here in Texas. So sticking with college basketball, I finally got to watch a Duke basketball game. They have won three in a row. We talked about before on this show, some of the Blue Bloods not making the tournament. Kansas was playing terrible. They're turning around. Duke has won three in a row. They're playing much better. Uh, Texas lost a huge 19-point lead to West Virginia. I watched a heck of a game between Michigan State and Ohio State. Caught a few biggies games. Have y'all got a chance to watch some college basketball? And what are your thoughts going on out there? I have been watching. I got to watch the Michigan-Ohio State game as well, and I thought that mm-hmm. was a fantastic game. And I like I, I've been telling you, I think Michigan's going to be the spoiler. I think, okay. I think they're going to knock out either Gonzaga or Baylor. One. You're, you you're selling me big time on this, Cook. You really are. You're <laughs> selling me on shot. it big time. To me, they've got a better shot at, at, at knocking out Baylor than Gonzaga. Gonzaga, to me, looks like just a, a mean machine, but I, I'm not counting Michigan out. As a matter of fact, I'm going to be cheering for Michigan. That's who I want to see win this thing. Really? Yeah. Okay. I'm, All I'm right. Gonna, I'm on the Michigan bandwagon for this. Okay. Thoughts, okay. gentlemen. Anybody else? Cook's calling a shot. I like it. I do. I like it. Uh, but don't be like, don't be like Mullins and Michigan's the national <laughs> championship game. Be like, oh, never mind. I'm, I'm They're not good anymore. <laughs> I, they totally flopped. Hey, you know? I, I, I rode that. the heat last year all the way, too. So I'm, I'm going to hang on with the uh, Michigan as well. Okay, good. Good. I like to hear that. I like to I agree with you with Duke. Duke is playing much better. They're a much better basketball team right now than they were four or five weeks ago. They, they were. And I think part of that could be addition from subtraction, like you're talking about the guy who opt out. You know, the team's kind of galvanized and kind of, you know, rally around each other now. I think they're playing much better ball now with him being gone. Yeah. Addition and subtraction sometimes work, works in the locker room and on a team. And I, it's funny to me how that scenario works out. Um, but I'm with you. Duke is playing much better. They won three in a row. They got that huge win over Virginia. They beat Syracuse at home on Monday night. We could see them sneak in possibly on that Duke pedigree, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, it'll um, be it'll be on that name. They'll get benefit of the doubt. They got oh, a yeah, shot. absolutely. If they have a if they have a good tournament run, um, then they got a shot. Yeah, they do. 
So we'll see. How, we'll see how that plays out. I think we'll see how it plays out. Um, I love the Big East. I don't know about you guys, but I love watching Big East basketball. By far, my favorite cro- uh, conference. I love Creighton. I love watching those guys. Um, UConn is finally coming back around again. They got a uh, oh Bobby Hurley's brother. What's his name? Is the coach there? Oh, I can't think of his name. Is it Dan Curry? Hurley? Dan Hurley, I think it is. Curly. <laughs> Curly. 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 <laughs> Um, he's finally wow. got that team playing some good basketball over there. I uh, and of course Villanova. I love Jay Wright. I think Jay Wright is a great coach. Um, Dan Hurley at Villanova. So Dan Hurley. Dan. Dan. Okay. So um, they put up a pretty good fight. But anyway, my question to you guys, top to bottom, who's the best conference in men's basketball? Big Twelve plays great. ACC is <laughs> normally has great basketball. The Big Ten has, I think, three of the top five schools. I say Big Ten. I was just about to say Big Ten. Big Ten. So you got Michigan, Ohio State at the top. Illinois, you got boom, boom, boom. Iowa's top ten. You got four in the top ten. I'm going to have to watch Illinois play. I I haven't seen them play a game yet, but I've seen highlights, and I'm I'm really interested in seeing them do play also. Yeah, they're playing. Aren't they playing right now? Yes, Illinois is playing right now, actually. Um, Oh, Illinois just got beat. Ooh, Michigan State take him down? Michigan State took him down, 81-72. I'm the one for Preston. (laughs) (laughs) Go Michigan. That lasted five seconds. (laughs) That's what your mom said. Oh, I was just about to say. (laughs) Beat me to it. There it is. There it is. Well, your Uh, your glorious Michigan is playing Iowa, what, uh, in a couple of days? Oh, I gotta watch that game. We'll see how dude, that my, one comes out. I love Luca Garza, dude. I'm still on the Luca Garza train. Okay, I told you about that. What I don't know. Before the season, yeah, yeah. Before the season, yeah. I told you about the first couple of games. Luca Garza, dude, national player of the year. He's still my vote right now. Plays great, great basketball player. Um, where was I going with that? Uh, best conference in the land still. I'm with y'all. You know, I think Big Ten basketball kind of is outshining Big Ten football, and I feel that way about the Big Twelve. I think Big Twelve basketball. Outshines Big 12 football. What do y'all think? Oh, yeah. Well, you got Baylor, Oklahoma, West Virginia, um, Texas is up there. Yeah. So Kansas, Texas Tech, they're all ranked. So I don't yeah. think Texas is worth a crap in basketball. I think they're so hot and, and cold that they're going to get, they're going to lose in the first round. Probably. They're getting early. their butts whooped right now, too. So they, they may lose in the second round. They're going to be an early out, though. But What's I'm just saying the they're, they're all ranked right now. So I'm, yeah. You know, it's a Big 12. They've, they've got a lot of teams up there. They do. They do. What does that say about Shaka Smart, though? Remember Shaka Smart at VCU? Got those VCU teams all the time. Had a great run one year. Got to the Final Four, I believe. I think that's correct. The Final mm-hmm. Four one time. What does that say about Shaka Smart at Texas? Is it is it the pressure? What is what's going on there at Texas for Shaka Smart? Is it is it how do I say that? Is he not getting to coach? Does that make sense in a way? At VCU, there was guys there that they wanted to play ball. And they were just there to, they were playing to play ball. At Texas, you're drawing this huge amount of talent. You've got a lot of egos. Is it the same thing? You can't coach these guys the way you would coach at a VCU. I, I think the competition is a little stiffer too. The, the, the better conferences you go to, uh, <clears throat> I don't want to say you, you can't win there when he, when he's coming from a, like VCU, mm-hmm. obviously it's hard to recruit at a smaller college like that and, and stay dominant. But I don't know. I think maybe like the magnifying glass, like you were saying is on you a little bit more when you're, yeah. when you're at a Texas. And you know, okay. Texas is not patient with anything. True. (laughs) So that, you know, he may be getting hammered in the back, you know, with from, you know, the AD and anybody else, especially all the alumni, they want results immediately. But he's been there, I think, four years now. I think Shaka Smart's been there four years. Is it, that's what I say. Okay. So I like what y'all saying. It's the atmosphere of Texas that maybe that makes it difficult. But is it also the players that make it difficult? You do, you get more talent, right? Some of these talented guys have more egos. Is it the is it the players that you can't coach hard? Does that make sense? When you get the mm-hmm. guy that comes into VCU who thinks he's underrated, he plays with his heart, right? He wants to display that, hey, I, I was shortchanged. I think I deserve to be in a Duke or North Carolina, but I'm here at VCU and I play hard that way. Does that see what I'm saying? So he likes to get coached hard. But so, whose fault is that? Is that I mean, if he's if he's getting those kind of players in and he can't coach them, why is he recruiting them? He needs to change who he's recruiting then, if that's the case. If he if his formula is to win with guys that he can coach in the way that he wants to coach them, then you get those players. Quit but I think that goes win. back to your point, though, talking about the, the atmosphere, about the, where yeah. you don't get a chance to do that, so you he have to get these big-name guys. To that may be the problem. They may be getting pressure to get these main-name guys. You know, A big-name guy here or there is great, you know, but that shit's hard to do. I mean, look at Kentucky. I mean, they're, they're for a couple of years when they were rolling those guys in and out. That stuff's not easy to do. 
-hmm. you can't get you know five stud players like that to get them to come in and play together and be cohesive and everybody get along and then you just rattled off the list of all the ranked teams in the big 12 so i mean you got your recruit they got theirs i mean you know you're playing against hard competition it's not like you're at vcu and you get the guys and i don't even know who's in their conference who are they playing against they're not playing against you know, Oklahoma's and West Virginia's and Baylor's and these sort of teams. Okay. So they can okay. get in the tournament and then make a run. Yeah. Okay. Well, what's the, okay. Then, then how, okay. Let me say this. How do, how do I see, keep going with this? So I, I agree with all y'all's guys' points. I like everything that you're saying. I agree completely that it's atmosphere and it's, it's, it's players and it's competition all the time. Right. But if you're, if you're not bringing your own philosophy into the program, you know, the program gets lost. Nick Saban has control of Alabama. Does that make sense? That dude has his footprint all over that that program. It's his program the way it is. If you don't do that as a coach, are you just are you just waddling? You know, you're not steering at all. You're just letting the waves hit you. You're not getting controlled at all. Yeah, I can totally see that. Yeah, I mean, it's if you want to create the atmosphere, you want to be the the coach that creates the atmosphere. You don't want mm-hmm. the players and the team to create the atmosphere. Yeah. And then that way you have control of it. Okay. I like that. I like that point. Mullins, I like that point. Anything else, gentlemen, anything else to that? You got to make sure you're getting the players that buy into the culture that you're building. It yep. sounds like he's having trouble getting that, you know, okay. just because they're four and five stars don't mean that that's the way they're going to play yeah. on your team. Yeah, I mean, how many times you hear about, well, this guy was not recruited by anybody and he's, you know, some stellar stud player, you know, mm-hmm. um, it's just, it's difficult. You know, like I said, it's a lot of it's the atmosphere. If he's, if he's catching a lot of pressure to get these four and five star recruit guys and not getting guys that are able to buy into the program like he wants to, then that's a problem. And, mm-hmm. you know, and if that's a problem, that's an institution, institutional problem and mm-hmm. we'll never succeed. Okay. Well, this brings to my, my final point then. Did you see the article going to the Super Bowl about how many five-star players were on the field? I did not. There no. was only one guy. No, oh, wow. Out of all these rankings, there was one guy that was a five-star guy, and that was Leonard Fournette. And even Leonard Fournette was, before the season started, didn't know exactly where he was going to be, mm-hmm. exactly what his role was going to be. And everybody else was, a, I think, a three-star and below. Uh, that was on the NFL field. So, including the Super Bowl go. champion quarterback Tom Brady was not. I don't think it was even above a three star at all. Uh, no. So maybe these rankings are over too much, and maybe you do get the guys that buy into your program. So, Those rankings are all for fans, anyways. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, so. I remember like back in 2000s, Texas Tech football team. They would always just their whole team would be like three stars, and they would still just roll people. Yes. Their style of play, that air raid they would do. Yeah, they would just tear you up yeah. with the talent that they had. They knew how to utilize what they recruited. Yeah, yeah. that and I, re- I remember when Texas would recruit guys that A and M's wanted to recruit, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden, since they picked up a Texas uh, offer from Texas, like they j- they gained an extra star. I'm like, what happened? Because you got an offer from Texas. What's well, yeah. the difference? So yeah, rankings mean mean just a little. I mean, it's I think you got to find the kid the kid that's going to fit in your program that buys into your program and meshes with the rest of the team. So it's, that is a bigger, you know, it means a lot more than the rankings. Yeah, I agree. I completely agree. I think teams is where it's at if you're going to win championship. So, and speaking of teams, I'd like to get to my next topic. So another thing I got to watch this weekend was the U.S. Women's National Team on the She Believes Cup, which I think is pretty cool, actually. I watch the She Believes Cup most of the time when I get uh, know it's on TV. So I love watching the women's national soccer team. There's something about what they do on the field that's extremely good to watch. I think they put out a great, I don't say product, because that's not fair to say, but it's just a great team chemistry on the field most of the time. So uh, women's national team, soccer team, do you all watch women's national soccer team? In the Olympics. Uh, when, yeah, in the or when it gets <laughs> World Cup time, I, I, yeah. I tune in. Okay. Cook, I'm the you, same like, way with the men's too, though. I am too. Yeah, I'm the yeah. exact same way also. So, Like this next year was is going to be a good one because now they're starting to qualify for the World Cup this year. Yeah, yep. So I start, I start paying attention to it when it starts getting close to the Olympics and the World Cup, things of that nature. I don't watch it in general, though. No? No, I'm just – it's just not it's um i don't know it's it's okay if it's on the big stage for me if it's if it's not something big then i'm just kind of like ah whatever like if i catch it and i know they're on i'll watch it but it's they don't really advertise like those friendlies and those other games unless it's a qualifier they don't really advertise them i mean to me a friendly is just an exhibition right yeah, yeah. that's just yeah, for yeah. i could care less <laughs> <laughs> It, it, it's prep time, Cook. Come on, yeah, you, you, you gotta get ready. I don't, I don't watch AM's practice games either. I don't watch that. <laughs> but crap. it's not. It's it's not just a practice game. Like it's I above know. that. It's not like yeah. a, uh, even an all star game. Like they're trying to win. Yeah. And then <laughs> okay. there's what's, what's what's the result? Hey, 
We got you this time. What's what's on the line? Nothing. There's nothing you're qualifying for. Watching your players play. Yeah. If the Texans had a friendly with someone else, I wouldn't give two shits. Yeah, I'm gonna watch they're it. not going to go full. You board. watch the preseason of NFL football. Yeah, That's you true. do. We used That's to true. drive to Houston, three yeah. hours round trip, and watch a All preseason right, you got, game. You got it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got me there. Yeah. Well, it's football. But, well, it's yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah. And there would be guys you didn't even know their names on the field in the fourth quarter. <laughs> Okay. Well, you know, it's football. Uh, football is my favorite sport, so I'm going to watch it. But I'm, <laughs> if soccer was my favorite sport, maybe I'd watch it. But it's like number 348 on the list for me. Well, I, I'm talking like in that, like, okay, there's not many things, okay, that, you know, how do I say this? We dominate on, on a global scale, right? Nash, basketball, you know, European teams are catching up. Baseball, you know, there's a lot of Caribbean teams and, you know, Latin American teams and Asian, Asian. Teams are catching teams. You know, football, we obviously do because everybody else plays football. So that's not really. That's not true. Assessment. They have football in, Korea, in uh, Japan. Okay. Let's line it up. Japan. You're right. Let's okay. Line let's line it up. up against the Japanese and we'll see. Let's do it. Uh, but, you know, the women's soccer team is the one place, you know, besides the track and field stage that we can hang our hat on. So it's one of those things, like it's a national pride thing. I just feel like, mm-hmm. you know, hey. It's true. I'll support them, but I'm, I'm not just, I'm not a big fan. All right. Mullis, I'm not a big this? fan of the sport either, though. But I will say I'm growing on other sports. I'm starting to learn to like hockey. I mean, okay. maybe I'll learn to like soccer. Okay, maybe. <laughs> Peer pressure, peer pressure, everybody, peer pressure. So, yeah, I'm Mullis, not what the... about you? Do you watch this? Uh, like pretty much just during like what what John said, the cup cup runs, and uh, of course the Olympics. Not much outside of that. Okay. I mean, okay. it's it's not that I don't enjoy it. It's just there's other things on. Okay. I- <laughs> I have to admit, I wasn't a huge, I wasn't a huge soccer fan either. Um, you know what actually won me over was the first year that that year that they won the uh, the World Cup here in the United States. Uh, was it was it Brandy Chastain when she won that last goal on her shirt? I thought I thought that was extremely fantastic. You see, um, I don't know anything about soccer, but I know who the hell Brandy Chastain is. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's good though. That's there you good. go. Uh, but I think it's a beautiful game. I, 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 the more I watch it, I'm not saying I'm like a huge, like, I know everything about soccer. That's, that's not the case or anything, but I think it's just a, it's a beautiful game. The more I, uh, the more I watch it, the same thing with the way Europeans play basketball. The first time I watched Europeans play basketball, I was like, oh my God, this is so, this is so ticky tack. This is so soft. But now the NBA takes the exact same model and they, they reproduce it on the court. So it is what it is. And the girls are less about the, you know, my leg just got blown off and rolled yes. around on the ground for a while. Yes. The girls, Thank you, John. Yeah. Don't I mean, and I like soccer, but it does get old watching every guy look like his leg got snapped in half, and then they <laughs> right. pick him up on a, a gurney, take him to the side, spray some Windex on it. I guess exactly what do. Drinks the magic juice, and he's right back out there, and that gets annoying. But the yeah. girls aren't usually like that. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I have, you know, my favorite player is uh, is Abby Wambach too. She was, she was probably the one I watched the most, and her header that she did against Brazil in the what is it the whenever they went to Korea for the World Cup, uh, South Korea for the World Cup. I thought it was one of my favorite goals I ever watched, I've ever seen. So there's a 40 yard header coming in into the 18 uh, yard box or whatever, and she put that thing in to tie the game. I thought it was amazing. Anyway, so I gotta y'all talk about like the World Cup is next year, right? 22. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Next year. Next so summer. the Olympics are still on for this summer. So yes. are they typically you'd be seeing the was in this winter Olympics? These, nope. No. Summer. Summer. Is it summer this summer? So, uh, it was summer last year. Because it yeah, it was supposed yeah, it's to be in last Tokyo. Year. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Next year it will be uh winter Olympics. So, so I mean typically you'd be this summer we would be seeing a bunch of like tournaments and stuff that these girls are playing in and you know, preliminary games and stuff like that, or whatever you want to call it. But so I guess I mean they're not gonna be doing that. Is that gonna affect their World Cup play next year? I don't know. Is, is the girls usually the same year as the guys' World Cup? Is it, Are they both? I know the guys every four years, but I don't know if the girls play the exact the, same year. No, they're the year after. So the next one for the men is 2022. The next one for the women is 2023. Yeah, oh. and then the guys really don't start ramping up their qualifying stuff till the fall, like yeah. November, that time. Yeah. They'll start playing these little uh, – round robin tournaments with right. certain teams okay. and then winners of that will advance to and they just keep like pyramiding up still gonna be a lot of hockey for them uh, the <laughs> olympics and then those and then the world cup and then the world cup this year remember it's in cutter so it's like gonna be in 120 degree Ooh, weather geez. i might watch that just to see what happens i mean they've, they've been complaining about that for eight <laughs> years now they're going to spontaneously yeah. combust. Like no one field. wants to go. It's going to be like 120 in the sun. Yeah. 130 yeah. sometimes. Yeah. 
So I don't know. That's People crazy. might die playing that. Well, so they might do the same thing they did. Was it South Africa that they did that, where they actually took breaks? Like they actually like would play yeah. like 15, 20 minutes, and then they would do a water break, mm-hmm. and then they would wow. play all over again. Wow. They might even have to. They've even talked about maybe rolling it into the the fall or winter, so it's less hot. I mean, I don't know really how much seasonal uh, the Middle East gets. <laughs> You know, like colder. Not, but, not that much, I don't think. Yeah. <laughs> nice. That'll be interesting. Yeah. I mean, I'll be watching, so we'll see what happens. If anybody bursts into flames, we'll definitely talk about it on the show. Right? Yeah. So. Be awesome. Yeah, it will be. So. Spontaneous combustion, everybody talks about it, you know? Exactly. You always hear about it. Yeah. You can witness it. Yeah. Make sure you watch the games, Cook. You never know. Watch the games, Cook, because you're not going to know. So, anyway. Uh Y'all still hear me? Are we good? Yeah, we're oh, good. good. Okay. I'm just laughing at Cook. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> I had to put my mic on here. I had a sneeze attack. Uh, the last thing to talk about is NFL. We only got to talk about the NFL a little bit. There's a couple of things topic. Wentz got traded to the Colts for, I think it was two ham sandwiches and a Capri Sun. Was it? Was that what it was? Uh, it was a, yeah, basically. I thought it was a fruit roll-up. <laughs> uh, John, what was he traded for? Was it? Was it like a... Uh, yeah, orange slice and <laughs> can of WD-40. I don't know. <laughs> Third Windex. round pick. You got a Windex. Yeah. Oh. Third round pick this year and a conditional second round next year. Is that it? I thought that was... Nope. Mm. That's, that's all. It. And if he plays 75% of the snaps, then that second round next year turns into a first round. Man. Wow. I so wouldn't say that that's cheap, but we're talking about wins here, so I don't know if that's cheap or not. But I mean, yeah. think they how much they much. gave for old man Stafford. Yeah, and then, exactly. and then young yeah. Wentz gets like. Yeah, but Wentz is making an ass ton of money too, though. So I mean, they had to swallow that also. True. Yeah, but so I, mean, I guess I don't... the rumors about Andrew Luck coming back uh, pretty much got squashed. Sounds like it. <laughs> that didn't only lasted a couple of days. Yeah, sounds <laughs> like it. But I mean, I'm not. I mean, are you scared of the Colts now? No. No, I'm actually excited. Wentz went to the Colts. <laughs> <laughs> good job i'm glad you picked him up like i don't really think either team was improved by this no they weren't like if anything it was just kind of a stalemate like they just kind of stayed the same i think the eagles gained they got rid of wentz and it, it... yeah but hurt. i don't i don't really believe it hurts right no no, no yeah, i don't believe it hurts either i don't think that necessarily that hurts is better but it, it gets rid of the division in the locker room sure yeah get rid of a guy that's causing headaches i guess uh, you're right and costing you know, $45 million or whatever the hell he's making. And that too. Yeah. yeah. I didn't see that, Wentz being a locker room problem. I saw that for sure. I, I didn't see that happening. Yeah, that, <laughs> uh, that frees up some happened. cap room to get uh, Watson. Uh, Watson's going to be in the Panthers. Yeah, I, I'm almost certain that's where he's going now. Uh, yeah, you Dan. see all the cuts if and moves that goes. they made lately? Yeah, They've been losing going, some players left and right for to get to Carolina. Watson over there. I don't know. If, if he goes anywhere. I still say he doesn't go anywhere. But if he does, I say Denver. I don't know. I think if he goes somewhere, it'll be the Panthers. I'm just if sick he goes. Of I'm just sick of the whole thing. Oh, it's fun. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun when it's somebody else's We, we bring up Watson every, like, for the past, like, six shows. So mm-hmm. we have to keep it part of the show. Even after he gets dealt, we'll keep talking about it. As oh. Cowboys fans, we love seeing this yeah, exactly. disaster going on down there. <laughs> Remember Hopkins last year? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at least you got david johnson you do no actually he's gonna be cut well, maybe we'll see That's maybe he's or, resigned or i was gonna say either cut or extended, extended. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, pay, we'll pay him more yeah we'll pay make him the highest running back in the league he was like the third highest paid running back in the league last year it was ridiculous i know and now you should make him the highest yeah 14 million dollars maybe he'll actually right. play well if you make him the highest i remember oh, when he was really good I, that dude wouldn't play yeah. well in a flag football league. <laughs> He's done. He needs to go to the fan control league or something. Oh, come on now. That fan control league is pretty awesome. You'd like it. You should be watching that on Twitch. That you should be watching that on Twitch. Not watching it. You need to be. So yeah. I'm I'm well, I'm pretty sure Watson's gone. If he doesn't go, then he's not gonna play. He's just yeah. gonna sit out. So either way we're screwed. So it sounds sad. It is sad. You do. Like we made you like we just ran. Man, I was afraid. You know, and the whole thing when JJ left, it was like, okay, well, you know, Jay Z's going to leave. But when it came official, it was kind of like, oh wow, JJ's not here anymore. It was like a gut punch. Yeah, you know? he's gone. Yeah. Well, I mean, go back to the wins trade real fast. I think uh, neither team. I'm with y'all. Neither team really got elevated, but I don't think that the Eagles with Hurts are going to do anything either. I think Hurts yeah. is like in the mold of like a Geno Smith. I don't think it's going to happen. It's all fancy on the outside. Geno it looks Smith. great. Yeah. Man, if I was Hurts, I'd be pissed off at you. <laughs> 
Everybody talked about That's Geno about Smith coming looked. out of the draft. Remember, yeah. they talked about him just as high. Everybody was just like, oh, Geno exactly. Smith, Geno Smith. So you sure he's going to get punched in the jaw? Is he going to break his jaw in the locker room? Maybe. He might. He might. I don't know. No, I don't think he would. I actually think the players on the team really like Hurts. They might like him, but I don't That's think he's going to win. That's no, yeah, I agree. I agree. <laughs> I'm just saying. I think he, he he's a well-liked person on I don't care if you're liked or not. If, if you don't win championships for him, I don't think you really matter to me that much. I don't think he's going to be bad like you're saying. I don't think he's going to be like all pro, but I think he'll be a solid NFL quarterback. You know, he'll be middle of the road. He'll just be there. I don't think he'll be – he will he won't win the game, but he won't lose the game either. I think he's just going to be a player. He'll yeah. be – I mean, it's only a second season. He's only played half of a season, so. Yeah, I think he's going to be like middle of the pack. He's going to be, you know, top 15, 16 type quarterback. All right, good. Well, good, good thing y'all said that because I called it first. So he's a bust. So amen to that. He's a bust. Wow. Yeah, he's a bust. He's no Ryan Leaf. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. He's not Jamarcus Russell either, but he's a bust. Okay. No, he's Jamarcus Russell. (laughs) Ryan Leaf's a bust on many levels. Wow. Anyway, we'll get into that later. Uh, Okay, so one other topic we'll fasten here. Uh, Jeff Bezos, good old former CEO of Amazon, is looking at the ownership of the Washington football team slash Redskins. Oh, you're so close. I know, right? I'm so good at at this political correctness stuff, so Uh, I apologize. Um, John was so excited for that first five seconds when I was talking, and then I was like, oh, shoot. So you know how I feel about political correctness. It's overdone, you know? So um, is this good for the NFL? Jeff Bezos getting into the NFL. Is this a good thing or a bad thing? I don't think it's a good thing. Yeah, keep, yeah. Why why is that? I'm just going to be polite. Like, I don't really, I have no idea. I just don't see it. I don't know. He, he caused a lot of issues, you know, when he was the CEO of Amazon, just like a lot of distractions, a lot of chaos. Mm -hmm. So I just don't see that going over well. So you don't think he and Schneider's, that's the perfect storm of egomaniacs going at it? No. That'll bring you on. Yeah, they'll be going at it. Yeah. So that's probably good for your your Cowboys. Like you just watch them implode. Yeah, basically. It'd be nice. Yeah. 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 Anytime the the Redskins can be in the dumps, I could I will dance. (gasps) He said it. It wasn't just me this time. (laughs) He said it, John. See? That's great. I'm so proud of both of you. Hey, is that where are we on the bingo board right now? Speaking I of, don't, I don't even look at it anymore. Oh, <laughs> then why do we have the bingo board? And I don't even play. It, it's I don't. It's uh, it's old. I got to make a new one. Oh, golly. Hey, did you guys see real quick? Uh, remember we talked about? Uh, I think it was off mic. We, uh, Russell Okun took half his uh, his Money salary in Bitcoin. in Bitcoin, and they've already said that he's like the highest paid player in the league now because that half of Bitcoin has raised so much in the last couple of weeks. Is he really? Yeah. The, like I his Bitcoin that. is worth more than the other half he got paid. Wow. And they're saying he could be the highest paid player in the league right now. Then, he could, then tomorrow out. he could be the lowest paid. Well, that's true. Yeah. But at the cash moment, out. At the oh, he won't. He won't cash out. He's going to hold it. Yeah. I cash. You're out. right. Consider highest paid player in the league. Well, I cash be. out and then wait for it to all drop out of the bottom and buy it again. There's been rumors of Bitcoin reaching 100,000. Seriously. Really? Yeah. Jeez. Wow. So, that's yeah, crazy. he could be. Extremely with enough. If it hits a hundred grand, so better sell out. You'd be stupid not to. Man, he's looking pretty smart right now. He is. Yep. You know the funny thing is, he's from Texas too. So way to go. Kudos to that guy. Maybe he can so. help invest in the Urquhart grid. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> See, that should have been that should have been on the bingo board right there. Urquhart <laughs> yeah, should have been on the bingo God. board, and we would have gotten somewhere right now. But no. <sighs> hey, I figured your mom would be on the bingo board too. Oh, man, it's gonna oh. be on there next week. <laughs> He just means the saying, guys. Not my Don't. actual mom. <laughs> wow. Maybe I've met both. Okay, maybe I've met both. Okay. Wow. Man, I love this show. I really do. I love this show. I love our political correctness all the freaking time. Where is Justin A. Bear when you need him? You know? Well, Where's A Bear? He was at the golf course waiting for a tiger today. Oh, <laughs> but he's still waiting. Dang. Still waiting. He's still waiting. <laughs> Him, Drew Brees, and uh, was it David Spade? Which is yeah, an odd, odd golfing group, but you know, that's who he was going to golf with today. Yeah, he was going to golf with uh, A Bear, uh, Breeze, and Herbert. Uh, David Spade. Herbert. I don't know why you keep who the hell is Herbert? Herbert? Yeah, it's A Bear. Just send A Bear. Herbert Hoover. What? <laughs> A bear Cajun gumbo? Yeah. 
Okay, you're about to wrap up, right? I, I got something for you here. <laughs> okay, okay. Before you wrap All right. up. Here we go. Go, on, go ahead, go to your segment, and I've Ready? got one more thing after that. Go ahead. Aeneas Williams. Oh, oh snap. Here we go. Oh, Aeneas snap. Williams. Oh, God. <laughs> 2014 Hall of Fame induction. He was an eight-time pro bowler, seven times for a cornerback, and one time as a safety. He got uh, interception in his very first career game. His, in that rookie year, he got six interceptions that season. Uh, he's had five or more interceptions six times in his career. He has a total of 55 interceptions, which puts him uh, 20th on the all-time list of all interceptions. Now, in the 90s, he is ranked third on the list. Uh, Rod Woodson is number one with 71. Eugene Robinson, which I was kind of shocked, was number two. And Aeneas Williams is third with 41. And your boy Dion, who you love so much, is fourth on the list. He's ahead of Dion. Well, nobody throws at Dion, though. Exactly. That's true. Well, I'm just these facts, people. He has nine <laughs> touchdowns, uh, nine interception pick sixes, which was a record when he retired. He had a 104 yard fumble return for a TD in 2000, which was a record at the time. He was in the all decade 90s team. He was 1997 DB of the year. And when he was in the postseason, which he wasn't in very often because he played on the garbage Cardinals, he made it one time with the Cardinals and then he has finished his career for the Rams and he made it uh, for the Rams those, those last years in the early 2000s. Four straight postseason games with an interception, which was a record from 98 to 2001. He won the inter interception title in 1994, and he holds – he's either first or second in every DB category for the Cardinals, and he played 14 years. Oh, and as a bonus stat, his name is Aeneas, A-E-N-E-A-S. Mm -hmm. His daughter's name is Sania, S-A-E-N-E-A, -E -E his name backwards. So he gets a bonus point for that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so what, wow. during the time he played in the 90s, he's number three on the list. Okay. So, so put that in your pipe and smoke it. Does anybody else have their opinion changed? Did anybody get their opinion changed after all that? Oh, I thought it was the greatest uh, over anyway. So. Oh, oh really? Oh, okay. I thought it was a great book report by John. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> he, he told me to ring? come with my Aeneas uh, argument. There yeah. You go. Did he get a ring? He made it to one Super Bowl, and that was when that dirty bastard Tom Brady <laughs> beat the Rams uh, in 2001 or two. I can't remember which one it was. So he didn't one. get a ring. No, he did not get a ring. Like I said, he only played in like three so, postseasons. So he's like before. he's like the Dan Marino of cornerbacks, is what I just heard. Wow. Yeah. Okay. A lot of stats, no filler. Yeah. Third all time in the time he played. Yeah. And he's like, 20th he's, all like time. he's like an Oreo, but not the double stuff Oreo. And I was looking at the like interception stats, like the all time list. Most of the people at the top, they all played in like the fifties and sixties. I don't know if it's because they could like club them more or they could be more aggressive. There was way more interceptions way back in the day. The guys at the top now are like Charles Woodson, Reed, uh, Rod Woodson. Other than that, they're all old timers. Wow. Like Night Train Lane and uh, Emmett Tunnel and all these like really Terry, old. didn't you play high school football with Night Train Lane? <laughs> <laughs> As a matter of fact, I did not. Uh, Those guys were all at your reunion last year, I think. Yeah. So Aeneas Williams. Yeah. All right. Well, I, I have to give you that's some really good stats that you did. And I'll have to do some own digging now. That was really, and really all good. for nothing. That was good. <laughs> no so. Yeah, I spent like, you know, 45 minutes today digging this up. <laughs> it was some great information. Thank you. I, I was surprised Eugene Robinson, though, was like number two on the 90s list. Do you remember yeah. him being that great? Like, no. I remember him being okay, but he was, he, I would have thought of him as like the Jalen Hurts of DBs. Yeah, he was second on the list, 42. Rod Woodson was clearly number one. He had 71, which was crazy. That's crazy. I, I think of Rod Wilson as a better safety than corner, though. That's just me. And Aeneas Williams is a bastard for ending Steve Young's career. So, so that's true. That's true. Yeah, he did do that. Yeah. <laughs> so, I think that puts him down a couple of pegs after that. Yeah, that takes so. out six points away there, John. So, yeah, uh, he's still top three cornerback of the nineties. Okay. All right. I have one more question for you guys, and then we'll end our show. Okay, one more question. Now, obviously, it's, it's, I'm glad that John brought it up because it's 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 uh, Aeneas is a good talent. I have to say that he is a good talent, uh, and I probably undersold him a little bit, but that's mostly because he played for the Cardinals. Um, <laughs> my last question is: 
Um, about the Dream Team. So one of the things I got to watch this weekend was about the Dream Team this weekend. So I love uh, documentaries and things about the Dream Team. It was on NBA TV, and uh, I was just watching it uh, as, as I was drinking something. And uh, is the Dream Team, in y'all's opinion, the uh, best assemble of talent all time? I'm not talking like just basketball. Talk about any sports, you know, any All Star teams, anything like that. Is the Dream Team the best assemble of talent of all time? I can't think of anything else that's even better. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what else would be on par I mean, they, with that. They could have even been stronger if they'd have cut, you know, not put Christian Leitner on the team and Isaiah Thomas. And Isaiah Thomas on the team. Yeah, I can't believe he didn't make it. Well, it's because Michael Jordan said no. Yeah, Jordan yeah. said no, no. <laughs> Michael said no, I don't think so. And he took that personally. Yeah, great. Yeah. <laughs> thoughts, gentlemen. Anything else? Uh, I can't think of Mullins. anything else. Mullins, John, I mean, what are your thoughts? You haven't really had many other sports even try to do that. But you've had you other know, because, dream teams, though. You've had other dream teams, you know, after the original. Yeah, but they weren't. Well, yeah. No, they weren't no. that. No, they weren't that. I mean, know. almost everyone on there, except for what Leitner is a Hall of Famer, right? Yes. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I don't have the list in front of me, but I mean, I'm just thinking of the Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, Malone, Robinson, Stockton. Barkley, Stockton. Like, they're all Hall of Famers. Yeah. So. And then there's Christian Leitner. Hey, he was a great talent at the time. Hey, he's the Ryan Leaf of college football. Did you see that that thing that was going around this week talking about it had the Heisman Trophy finalists and it had Peyton Manning, Charles Woodson, Randy Moss, and Ryan Leaf, and it said Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame, bust. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I guess later is is that that's for sure. He did not do well in the NBA. So, um, so greatest talent of all time, huh? Greatest symbol of talent of all time. I can't think of another. I can't think of anything else yeah. that's even close. I mean, even the head coach, Chuck Daly, Hall of Fame. Was it Coach K also an assistant coach on that team? I could be wrong about that. No, he was. He was an assistant. Okay. And, um, oh, God, I can see his face, but I can't. Um, I think he's a North Carolina head coach right now. Roy Williams? Roy Williams. He was a, an assistant on that team as well, I believe. Okay. Yeah, so here's the roster. Leitner, David Robinson, Patrick Ewing, Larry Bird, Scottie Pippen, Michael Jordan, Clyde Drexler, Carl Malone, John Stockton, Chris Mullins, Charles Barkley and Magic Johnson. Yeah. Wow. All Hall of Famers. Never later. Well, isn't Leitner a Hall of Famer? In college. Co- basketball. college. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess it, in, in the bas- in NBA, though, it's all the same thing, isn't it? It's, all the just, same it's thing. just a basketball Hall of Fame. Which is another thing why the, the basketball Hall of Fame sucks. Yeah. They just let anybody in. Have you ever, like, one year, I think David Robinson was going in? And it was, I think it was the same year Jordan went in. And I, I watched it because I, I normally watch the NFL Hall of Fame. And, you know, it's a big spectacle and they give all their speeches and they show all their highlights. I mean, it's, it's like a 10 minute. He just went up and like, yeah, thanks a lot. OK. And then left. Like there's like no pomp and <laughs> circumstance at all about it. It was just kind of like whatever. They don't really uh, hype it up. I have to watch that. I didn't know that. I have to watch it's that. because everybody gets in. It's like a participation trophy. You played 15 years, you get in the Hall of Fame. Wow. You sound like Carrie now <laughs> with, the, with the NBA. I love the NBA, but their Hall of Fame sucks. Oh man, we should talk. We should we should debate that. You know what? We should debate that. I like that topic right there. We should totally talk about that. I like that topic right there. The so. basketball Hall of Fame is the Jalen Hurts of Hall of Fames. Wow! 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 I no, wasn't going to say that. That's, that's not nice, sir. Yeah, okay. that's politically incorrect. I think you can't say yeah. those things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Oh, and, and uh, just so I can get on the board here, that that Aeneas Williams when he returned the 104 yard fumble. Yeah, that was against the Washington Redskins because that's what oh, they were called. Yes! <laughs> that's what yes! they were called at the time. Yes, we've all done it today. Amen for that. So, with that being said, let's go to our final thoughts here. And John, since you let it off so greatly, why don't you go first, sir? I just want to say to our few fans out there that I want them to email us. I want. <laughs> Someone to like communicate with us so we know maybe that someone other than our friends and family are, are listening. I'm, I'm imploring what, what fans we have to reach out to us and we will answer questions. Could you do check the email, correct? Or I someone do. does. I do. Watch, someone's trying to been emailing us for like two months now. Because <laughs> I know That's when I wasn't on the, on the show, I emailed once or twice and I, you know, got zip out of it. Well, but, we, we saw who sent it. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah I, i'm i'm asking the fan base to let us know what they like or don't like and just reach out yeah ask them if they like the mom jokes too that's a good answer maybe they ask if they like the mom jokes this time and, and you know if they like me trying to wrangle you guys into political correctness and just, yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah yeah i mean i like that part too i love that part too john i really do okay. i appreciate it sure 
Yeah. One of us has got to, you know, try to steer the ship a little bit here. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, what you call it? I will go next on final thought. Uh, my final thought is, um, I hope Tiger Woods is healed up. Uh, the game of golf, I think, uh, in the modern age, owes quite a bit to him. Uh, not just for putting the product out there that he did, but also raising the game to a different level. Uh, this generation of golfers, obviously, is all of from him. And, uh, you know, I don't know where we'll see that again, but I hope we get to see another Tiger Woods uh, just lift uh, the game up the way it did. So I look forward to it. And God bless Tiger Woods, and I hope you heal up quickly, sir. Cook, you're up. Well, that's hard to follow. But I will, uh, especially with the topic I'm going with, uh, oh. JJ. <laughs> Sad to see you go, JJ. Glad you're gone. Uh, maybe go get you a championship. But I swear to God, if you sign with the Bears or the Browns, you're an idiot. Go sign with someone you can actually get a championship with. And uh, Fire Jack used to be. There it is. I love that. Love Fire Jack used to be. I, that should be on the bingo board, too. I'm all it is on the bingo board. Is it? Okay, good. It is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That one's always All right. Good. We need to fix this bingo board before the I'm next gonna, game. I'm going to update it. Okay, good. I'm going to be like the guys driving around town. There's people who have fired Jack Easterby bumper stickers on their cars. I will put one on my car. Aren't there billboards and stuff too? Yeah, there's billboards also. Oh, good. Okay, okay, that feels good. I mean, I thought you were alone out there sometimes, Cook, but apparently you're not. Screw Jack Easterby. Okay, good. (laughs) Well, as you're the birthday boy, you can take as long or as short as you want to to end this show. All right, bye. All right. Roll credits. Just good. Now, we kind of touched on a little bit about the Olympics. Um, You know, it's still up in the air whether it's going to get played this summer or not. Um, I really, really, really hope it does. The Olympics are probably my all-time favorite group of sports and and sports display. Um, So, I really hope they they get to do it. Um, And and, then I hope Tiger heals up. All right. Excellent. All right. Anything else, Moses? It's your birthday show. It's up to you. Should we sing happy birthday to him real fast? No. Okay. We're. Can we do that? All right. And stop the recording now.